0: You're listening to Ideal Practice, episode number 52. Today, guys, we're gonna talk about one of the most effective ways you can connect with your ideal clients as a real, live human being who totally gets who they are, who understands what they need, and who knows how to help. We're taking a look at public speaking as a key marketing strategy. In fact, by the time we are done today, I'm going to share with you five totally undeniable, absolutely you cannot argue with me, reasons why you really should be out there speaking. And if you're one of those who just thinks you would never, ever, 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 ever in a million years be caught dead giving a talk, hear me out first you just might decide that this is one fear worth getting past. And you totally can do that if you want to. Yeah, that's what we're going to talk about today. So, stay tuned. Hi, I'm Wendy Pitts-Reeves, and with over two decades of experience in the private practice world, I've built my six-figure business while learning a lot of lessons the hard way. This is the first podcast that shows you how to apply the principles of energy, alignment, and strategy to build a practice that is profit-centered, but people-forward. This is the Ideal Practice Podcast. Hey folks, this is Wendy. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Ideal Practice Podcast. So what's up? What's happening in your neck of the woods or in your corner of the world? I hope things are going well. I hope spring is beginning to unfold for you in a beautiful way. If you are in a place where that's happening, if you're where fall is happening, I hope that's going well too. I became aware as I was getting ready to record this, that this Week this Friday, actually, we begin. We go into um, another period of Mercury retrograde. We're moving into Mercury retrograde for those of you who follow things like that. That's happening on Friday, the 21st. And I got a little tickled thinking about that because Friday, the 21st of April, which is also the first anniversary, guys, of this podcast. How about that? I think I might just throw myself a little party and have my own little miniature birthday cake. (laughs) One of the things I understand about the Mercury period each year when Mercury is in retrograde is that it is a good time to look back, to recreate, reflect, recommit, to work on things that you have started in the past. And what a perfect time to take a look back at how this first year has gone on the podcast. So I wasn't going to do this, but I've decided that in my next episode, that's what we'll do. We will totally take a look at what this first year has been like, what I've learned from this experience, I'll share that with you, and kind of how I'm feeling about it, and what I think about it going forward. We'll talk about that next time. Uh, we'll take a look back as we take a look forward. What a perfect way to celebrate the first anniversary of Ideal Practice. Love it. But for d- today, though, let's talk about this strategy, which I really do think is one of the best strategies you can use, not just to get your practice off the ground if that's where you are, but to grow your expertise, and to make an impact in the world in a bigger way. We're going to talk about public speaking. And let me just kind of set the stage for this for you a little bit. Some of you have heard me mention this in the past, but I haven't really told you this story. A few years ago, I was heading overseas to Ireland for um, actually just a fun trip. I was going to spend a week with my friend Janet Feld, who you heard in an earlier episode here on the podcast. She was leading a trip to explore... Um, music among other things in Ireland and I wanted to go with her so I did that and that was going to be a week but I thought if I'm going to be over there for a week I'm going to stay for a second week because two weeks is just barely enough to even say hello to Ireland and I decided that I wanted to figure out some way to turn it into a business opportunity. So if nothing else, I could count some of the cost off on my taxes. So I very actively began to look for an opportunity to give a talk. I thought, if I can find some kind of a networking opportunity, some kind of a speaking opportunity, some kind of a conference I could attend, something like that would work. And in the end, I did indeed, with the help of my assistant, found a, an event that was happening in Dublin just happened to be happening right during the the time I was going to be there. That was a, like their monthly meeting of a group called Entrepreneurs Anonymous, which you've heard me mention here before, cracks me up, just the name cracks me up. I'd never heard of it, but apparently this is a group, kind of a, um, sort of a networking group for entrepreneurs in the UK, in Ireland, and in Europe that had something like over 5,000 members at the time. It was pretty amazing, and I reached out to them and asked if they might like me to come and give a talk. I could address lots of different things as an entrepreneur, and long story short, they said, sure, come on, we'd love to have you, in so many words, and there are lots of funny things about that talk that perhaps I'll say for another day, but let's just say, in some ways, it wasn't quite what I expected, but in many ways, it was actually even better than I expected. When the talk was over that night, um, one, of the, one of the guys I remember talking to afterwards said that the buzz in the room was infectious. That's what he said after I got done that night. And he was right. I could feel the excitement in the room. I led them through an exercise that challenged them to get clear about their business, about their big idea, and about how to take action on that big idea. It was the very first time I had ever given this particular talk. But I kind of felt like it was going to work. I wasn't really sure. I hadn't really tested it before. But I I thought, you know, I have nothing to lose but by trying, right? And there were something like, oh, I want to say 80 to 100 people squeezed into a meeting space that was probably meant to hold more like 30 or 40. So it was really crowded. <laughs> it was a small space that was, people were standing around the edges. They were crammed on top of each other. Apparently, the talk had quite a draw. In fact, they had had someone else scheduled to be on the plan to, to talk as well with me that night. They were going to split it and give someone else part of the time and me part of the time. But they had such, um, such a response to the topic I was speaking about that they ended up asking the other person to speak another date and gave me the whole evening, which I actually did not know until I got there. So there's a lesson in that all by itself. But the bottom line is I was speaking to a room of 80 to 100 entrepreneurs, men and women, all different kinds of businesses from literally all over Europe. English was the language we had in common, thank heavens. But it was a pretty different crowd than what I'm used to speaking to. And yet the talk worked because the exercise that I led them through was fun and clear. And by the time they got done with it, like in the beginning, they were a little reluctant, (laughs) but I could feel the momentum shift as they got started. And afterwards, they couldn't wait to talk about their ahas and the excitement that they had about where they were going to go next in their business. Well, y'all hear, I mean, this is just one of the things about speaking, being a part of a moment like that is just plain fun. It's fun. It's that same feeling that you have when you're working with a client and you share something in a way that clicks and you can see the light bulb go on, something all of a sudden makes sense that they couldn't see before, or all of a sudden they reach some kind of new level of success that they didn't have before. That feeling that you as a healer have When you have kind of a breakthrough moment with your client, that's what happens when you give a talk that really works. The truth is that public speaking has been one of the most effective tools I've used, honestly, to promote pretty much any business I've ever started. And I've done a lot of them over time. And I really believe no matter what you do, that you too should be out there speaking to your ideal clients. Just as a, like a quick and easy aside, back in the early days when I was getting my counseling practice off the ground, I gave a ton of free talks to church groups and civic clubs. You know, There are all kinds of groups that are looking for a speaker every month, but it didn't take me long from doing that to realize that getting in front of an audience was one of the best ways that I could reach those that I wanted to serve. Now, if you're thinking like, I can't do this, Wendy, and I don't even know what I would talk about. And like, gosh, what would I have to say that anybody would be interested in? Well, I'm just going to ask you, what could you share that would really help your clients and customers? Lessons that you've learned, skills that you could teach, something like some kind of a kindergarten level, introductory level, three tips that are relevant to what, the difference that you make for people that if you could just tell them these two or three things right off the bat would be a win for them. There are probably all kinds of things that you could talk about, no matter what kind of work you do. Once you sit down and start thinking about it, I'm telling you, you've got all kinds of things to offer. You don't even know that you've got. And for those of you who just <laughs> like, even as I'm talking about this, you're like, oh yeah, no way in heck, Wendy, am I going to do that? Like, If you find yourself wanting to take a deep breath, just thinking about it, that's okay. That's okay. I know that for a lot of people, just the thought of standing in front of a group makes you break out into some kind of a cold sweat. (laughs) Anytime you see those lists about like the top 10 fears or the top 10 stresses that people have, this is right up there with you know, dying and spiders and snakes, all the good stuff. People have a really strong fear of public speaking. I do want to just reframe this a little bit though. Public speaking doesn't mean you have to be standing behind a microphone in front of a room of 500 people. Public speaking could mean you're sitting around a table with 10 people or 15 who are your colleagues, your friends, your your ideal clients, um, a citizens group of some kind that addresses the same issue that you're passionate about. It doesn't have to be a formal presentation. It can just be a conversation that you lead, but you're leading it. There are lots of ways and lots of different formats that something called, quote, public speaking, unquote, can take. We can certainly talk about that. But for now, I want to dive into these five big reasons, absolutely undeniable reasons that I think this is an idea worth trying for you. And in a future episode, y'all, I'll go into this a little bit deeper, but I just kind of want to get this out there and I want you to start thinking about it. The very best reason of all, and this was my big aha early on, is that speaking gives your ideal clients a chance to get to know you. When you speak in front of a group, no longer are you just an anonymous post on Facebook or a status update on Instagram or some kind of a, just a flat photo somewhere. You are suddenly a living, breathing, three-dimensional human being. And when they see you in front of the room or at the head of the table, they suddenly find that they can relate to you in ways that they had never expected. Now, this is especially true for those of us who do some kind of a healing arts work, right? If in my early days of my practice, I spoke to parents of teenagers. I spoke to mothers of preschoolers. I spoke about what depression actually looked like and how it could be addressed. I talked about coping with stress. I talked about how to deal with major life transition points. I talked about all kinds of things that were just everyday life experiences that people needed a little help with. It's amazing what a difference that makes when you're in the room with people. Okay, so they get to know you and they become less afraid of you. That's the first thing. All of a sudden, that first barrier to seeking help begins to fall away. The second reason that speaking works is that it is in itself an act of service, a well-crafted talk, and we could certainly talk about what that means, but when you get this solid, when it really works, it provides meaningful content. You are adding real value that can make a real difference in the lives of your audience, and they don't have to buy something from you to benefit from your expertise. On the other but when they hear you, when you're this real person in front of the room or at the head of the table, who gives them real, oh my gosh, actionable steps, something concrete, something tangible that their own their own aha's are beginning to happen. They get a sense of what you have to offer, of what you know, of what a difference you can make. Well, when they get that, trust me, they are much more likely to choose to buy from you. And for good reason, they've seen your expertise in action, and you are no longer quite so scary. You are so much more approachable. Those two reasons alone, right off the bat, are a good reason for you to find ways to get yourself in front of groups of your people, large or small. But there are a few other ways that this is going to help as well. The third undeniable reason that speaking is good for you and good for your practice is that it will force you to fine tune your message, to get clear about what you're about and how you can help. For example, I now have two what I call trademark talks that I give in different forms all the time. One of them was the one I gave that day in Dublin. That particular day, first time ever, I spoke to a process that I personally use to take action on some kind of a big idea that's really scary for me. When I have a big goal, a big dream, something I'm really serious about doing, but I'm terrified or I can't even imagine how to get started or I'm just like, I don't even know how, where to start. I, I didn't know it. I didn't know it until I started getting ready for that talk. But I actually do have a pretty identifiable, repeatable process that I kind of live through every time that is how I do those things. I developed that process as I was thinking through that particular talk. Today, I have a second talk that I give that is relevant to the seven pillars of an ideal practice. That's my unique framework that I've developed. I did an entire episode on that. You guys have heard me talk about it. That too developed in response to a request for speaking. I was asked to speak to a a conference of social workers, and that emerged as I began to work through that process. When you are speaking to an audience, it forces you to start thinking about who you are, what you know, the experiences you've lived through, and how to Call that in a way, how to break that down, how to curate it so that it becomes something tangible, repeatable, something people can follow that you can share. I had never done either one of those things. I mean, I had done them. I was doing them all the time. But I didn't think about it that way until I had an audience I wanted to communicate it to. And suddenly, lo and behold, I had a deadline. I had a reason. I had people that needed this. And it gave me exactly what I needed to fine tune that message. You will do the same. The fourth reason that speaking is such a freaking good idea for you <laughs> is honestly, guys, it will add to your bottom line. This is a revenue maker. You actually can make money as a speaker. In the beginning, if you're just getting started, I really do encourage you to give free talks. I have done a so many of those over time, I can't even have lost track of them. But there are there are actually ways to make money even with a so called free talk. And I'll explain that for sure. In the in a future episode, I'm going to do something about different ways you can leverage a talk. We'll talk about that um, later. But for now, let me just say that if nothing else, the people in the room will want to come to your program. Visit your store or your, 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 if you're a brick and mortar place of service, they will want to hire you for what you do because they liked what you had to say. And like I said earlier, you are no longer scary. Those barriers are begin to fall away. Back when I was getting my counseling practice off the ground, you know how hard it is to call a therapist, right? To reach out for help in anything that's physical Anything that's health-related, mental health, physical health, relationship, like all those things in our life that are kind of messy that we really want help with, but we don't really want anybody to know we need help with. Well, golly, when I stood in front of the room and talked about what depression meant or how to manage an out-of-control teenager or how to deal with it when your three-year-old wanted to play all the time and you just really wanted them to take a nap, whatever the thing was at the moment, when I gave that talk, I two things happened. Most of the time, I was mobbed afterwards by people coming up wanting to speak to me, wanting to learn more. And almost every single time, if not every single time, I got phone calls the very next week, sometimes the next day, asking me for help, okay? So that alone is going to bring in income. I just want you to hear that. If you could use a few more clients or you could use a little more buzz. You could use a little more energy. This is going to do it. And in a future episode, I'll talk about other ways to make money off this as well. And then the last reason I want to go into is that if nothing else, learning how to speak, learning how to address a group, will it'll help you grow. It'll help you grow as a human being. It'll help you grow as a service provider, as a clinician. It will help you grow as a business owner. When you stand in front of an audience, I'm not going to lie, y'all, you are performing. You do need to do this well. You have to manage your energy. You need to present yourself with confidence. Do you remember the episode I did a few not too long ago about leadership? Well, there's nothing like being in front of a group to give you an opportunity to lead them forward in a way that will do the most good. And yes, of course, you want to bring your best to the table, but... I don't want that to stop you from trying this. We all start somewhere, right? It's fine if you're a little stumbly in the beginning. This, like everything else, it's a skill you can learn. And Lord, I can help you with this. I am not a speaking coach by any means, but I have been speaking for 20, 30 years at this point, and I think I have enough experience. I could probably help you out. But there are speaking coaches out there. There are programs. There are courses. There are lots of ways to get this kind of help. When you give a talk, you get ready to give a talk. You decide, you know, I'm going to do this even though it scares me to death. There's no way that you're going to do that without growing yourself in the process. So if you're not an experienced leader or teacher, a speaker, that's fine. Take a class. Work with a coach. Find a Toastmasters group. Not only will you become a better speaker, but the skills that you learn there are going to help you in other ways too. More than anything else, I don't want you to let fear stop you. If it makes sense for you to think about doing this, go get whatever help or training you need and get out there. Get out there. And again, remember what I said, this doesn't mean speaking to a huge group. You can talk to the parents of the youth group at your church. You can talk to the women's auxiliary of the nonprofit that you're, involved in. You could speak to um, a chamber group of some sort. Like I used to speak to the women in business group at my local chamber. You can speak to, prof- to colleagues. Your If there's a networking group, a professional organization, AAMFT, NASW, whatever your particular professional group is, if there's a local chapter that always is looking for speakers, help them out. They're desperate for people to come and talk. Go ahead and say yes have a little miniature panic attack and then figure it out <laughs> and you'll do just fine. I really want you to get out there because of all the reasons I've said today, this is a really good idea for you. And guys, your audience is waiting for you. They need you. They're eager to learn from you and I would love to see you do this. So that's what I've got for you today. I hope you have a great week everyone. I hope this doesn't scare you too much, just enough to make you want to think about it a little bit deeper and I will see you next time here on the Ideal Practice Podcast. Bye now. Hey guys, real quick. I've got a question for you. How would you like a chance to get a little free coaching? A live, on-the-spot bit of help from me in real time where you and I take a shot at solving a specific problem, finding a solution, answering a key question About your practice. Would you like that? If that sounds good to you, then I'd like to invite you to be my guest for a special segment here on Ideal Practice. It's called Coaching Over Coffee, and here's how it works. From time to time, I would love to invite one of you, our listeners, to be on the program here with me. You'll have a chance to share a particular issue from your practice that you want to get some help with. And I'll coach you through that. To be selected, all you have to do is fill out a pretty simple application. Honestly, it shouldn't take you more than five to seven minutes to do. As applications come in, I will select those that I think work best for the podcast, those that I feel confident I can help with, and those that everybody can learn from in some way. And don't worry, we don't do this live on the air, so there's nothing to be nervous about. Well, not too much. (laughs) you and I will meet for a coaching session on zoom, just like I do with my regular clients. Hopefully you will feel like you've gotten some real value. And later I will share our work on the podcast. I'll even make a copy of the original audio so that you have a recording that you can keep for yourself. How's that? So what do you think? Could you use a little help? Wouldn't it be cool to share your question so that others can benefit from it too? Because you know, whatever the question is, or the problem is that you're having a whole lot of other people out there have the same question and the same problem. So if you're interested and this sounds really awesome to you, then I invite you to submit your application. You will find a link to it in the show notes below. And who knows, maybe you and I will be doing a little coaching over coffee soon.